What a weird week. What a weird month. I mean, that we can't be together with each other, that we have to touch in by postcard and telephone and email. And if we have a meeting, it's Zoom or it's Facebook Live or it's YouTube like we're doing now. Well, all I can say about that is it's about time that culture caught up with the church. You see, the church has been doing virtual reality for 2,000 years. We've been doing this all along. And, and you know that because, you see, every time you look at a statue or a stained glass window or an icon or a sacrament, you're looking at virtual reality. You see, virtual reality is when you can see and hear something, but it's, it's really not what you're seeing and hearing. So, for instance, here I am. This is virtual me. And no matter how close I get to you and how much I fill up your screen and how well you can hear me, you can't reach out and touch me and you can't taste me and smell me, although you probably don't want to do that anyways. But this is virtual me and virtual reality. There's so much more to me than what you can see and hear on your screen. We've been doing virtual reality for 2,000 years. It's about time that culture caught up with the church. You see, everything we do is so much more than what you can see and hear, whether it's the Bible itself or a stained glass window or a statue or an icon or the sacrament. It's about time that culture caught up with the church. We've been doing this for 2,000 years, so we're really pretty good at it. But you see, our Jewish mothers and fathers have been doing this for 2,000 years before we even started. You see, every sacrifice, every object in the tabernacle and the temple, and the, the, the tabernacle and the temple themselves, each of those showed us something about God, did something for God or something to God. It's about time that culture caught up with God's people who have been doing virtual reality for 4,000 years. And here we are. And our not being able to be together in person really does not detract from what we're doing. And no matter that we're watching this on the screen or the very few of us who are here in this room, we are all going to experience the reality of what we're just watching and seeing virtually because what we have here is so much more than what you can see and hear. And that counts every Sunday when we can't be together. That accounts especially here in Holy Week and especially, especially here on this Good Friday. Because what we're experiencing today virtually has so much more to it than, than what we realize or what we can see and what we can hear. And your experiencing virtual me is not the only virtual thing that's going on. There's a whole lot of other virtual stuff going on for me and for you and for God our Father. Because what we're doing represents so much more. So, for instance, all of us just virtually condemned Jesus to death. 
We made fun of him as he walked along the way to Golgotha. We nailed him to the cross and we watched him die. Because those people in that story were us. Virtual us. Those were us. And no, we weren't really there with them. But had we been there, we would have been screaming right along with them, crucify him, crucify him, away with him, away with him. We have no king but Caesar. We would have been doing all the same things. Those people in that story back then are us. And the church has us do that dramatic reading, not to be dramatic, and not because it's cool, but because we are they. And as we say those words and scream those screams, we become they. And in our minds, their faces are superimposed upon us, and our faces are superimposed upon them, because they are us, and we are they. There's more. As we look at the face of Jesus, that guy on the cross, he is virtual as well. Because you see, Jesus on the cross is virtual us. He took our sin, our selfishness, our sickness, our sorrows, our character flaws, our weaknesses, our petty problems with each other. He took all of those upon himself and nailed them to the cross. And when we look at Jesus on the cross, we can superimpose our face on him. Because that should have been us, not him. We deserve that, not Him. And as He dies on the cross, we die with Him. Virtually, yes, but spiritually as well. And it's not only we who see ourselves virtually in that image of Jesus. God does too. As God looks upon His only begotten Son there on the cross, He also sees the faces of all of us, His other sons and daughters. That is, His only begotten Son, Jesus, dies on the cross. He sees the rest of His children as well, dying. That our sin dies, our sickness dies, our sorrows die, our selfishness die, and as they die, they're taken away, forgiven, washed away. We are clean. It gets better. Because you see, not only does God see our face on the face of Jesus, when God looks at us, ever since what Jesus did on the cross, and because of what he did on, this, on the cross, every time God looks at us, he sees the face of Jesus. You see, no longer, no longer are we God's enemies saying, crucify him, crucify him. We are his beloved sons and daughters with whom he is well pleased. It's about time that culture caught up with God's people and the virtual reality that we have been experiencing and watching and seeing 
for 4,000 years. And though this Holy Week and this Easter are different, and we are all praying that this COVID mess will go away soon so we can get back together in person again, we are really not missing out on any of the reality of Holy Week or Good Friday simply because we can't be in the same room together. And whether we get our virtual reality from the Bible or an icon or a stained glass window or the sacrament or a, or a statue, the reality is the same. We put Jesus on the cross. And we died with him on the cross. And we see that and God sees that. And when God looks at us, he sees Jesus, which is what makes this such a good Friday.